What does it take to be a leading character in a movie? You know, where the character has to battle adversity to ultimately win the day. What do the leading stars have that sets them apart from the supporting characters? And how can we become the leading star in our own lives? In this episode, I'm talking about just that, the characteristics of those standout leading characters and how you can make sure that you're not the best friend, or dare I say it, the unnamed part with a cameo role, but are at centre stage and in charge of the direction and outcome of the blockbuster movie that is your life. Are you ready? Set. Action. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. The Christmas train is gathering speed and will be speeding to a halt in front of us in just over one week. Can you believe it? I still have a lot of shopping to do and preparations for my trip to France where I'll be spending Christmas this year. In fact, when this episode goes out, I'll be en route and about an hour from my mum's place there. I can't wait to get there and just start to wind down and indulge in all the holiday season treats and traditions. So one of our big traditions is watching Christmas movies and without fail we'll grab hot drinks and cosy up on the sofa, maybe under some blankets, in front of the log burner and watch It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas, mainly to remember my dad who loved those old movies, but also because they are just classics and make you feel so good. I have to confess, I also can't let the season pass without watching the first Die Hard movie. I know that's a bit controversial as the debate continues over whether it's actually a Christmas movie or not, but I am firmly in the camp that it is. That said, my hands-down favourite Christmas movie is The Holiday. If you're not familiar with it, because maybe you've been living under a rock, it's the one where Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet's characters Amanda and Iris swap houses over Christmas to escape the romantic problems. American Amanda goes to Surrey, England, and meets and falls for Iris's brother Graham, played by Jude Law. And English Iris goes to LA and meets and eventually falls for Jack Black's character, Miles. Yes, it's a bit sugary sweet, and the timeline is crazy, and there's lots of holes in the story. But that is what Christmas movies are all about. You don't think logically, you just go with the flow and let yourself make believe. I love the storyline, the characters, the locations, and the fact it's light and happy and pure escapism. You can't help but end up with a warm and fuzzy feeling when the camera pans away, leaving all the main characters dancing away on New Year's Eve. That's what we all want, right? A happy ending. Now, as well as being a great watch and a positive energy movie with lots of messages about love and relationships, it also has two great life themes we can learn from. The first is that sometimes it's great to do the unexpected, because magic just might happen. Both Iris and Amanda were stuck in self-destructive cycles, which, if they hadn't decided to pull themselves out of their environment and done something out of character like going to, to another country on holiday on a whim, they may have been stuck in that cycle for far longer. What cycle are you stuck in? Are you doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? 
If you're not happy with your job or life, maybe try something totally out of character next year or out of the norm for you. It might just trigger some other changes that will turn your life around. Surprise yourself. The second message, the most memorable for me, as when I first watched the movie, this really struck a chord and does every time I rewatch it. It's when Eli Wallach's character, Arthur Abbott, who is an old Oscar-winning screenwriter who has befriended Iris, says, Iris, in the movies, we have leading ladies and we have best friends. You, I can tell, are a leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. Then Iris replies, You are so right. You are supposed to be the leading lady of your own life, for God's sake. Every time I watch this scene, I ask myself, am I truly being the leading lady in my own life? There are always things I can improve on, and it's a great reminder to stop people-pleasing and put myself first. But what exactly is a leading lady? Well, a leading lady is an actress who plays the most important female role in a play or movie. The action revolves around them, and after a few problems and trials, they usually end up having the most positive outcome at the finale. Leading ladies in the context of Arthur's quote is something a little bit more than this. The leading ladies of old Hollywood heyday had something extra that sets them apart. Now, I don't think this is just about leading ladies. Whatever gender you identify as, you should always be the leading character or star in your own life. No one else will make you that star. You need to make it happen yourself. But just how can you be the leading star in your own life? Well, you need to consider the characteristics of the classic Hollywood leading lady and apply them to how you live your life. A leading lady is daring and audacious. They have what the character Arthur Abbott says is gumption. Now, when Arthur uses that word, he means that the leading lady has the courage or get up and go that makes undertaking difficult things possible. She will stand up for herself and not allow others to treat her badly. Actually, the word gumption has been around since the 1700s in Britain and in its earliest uses actually referred to having common sense. It was American English users who adopted the word and took it in a new direction that we commonly use it as now, which was more aligned with Arthur's meaning. I personally think it's a mix of both. It's courage, energy and determination to get things done and using common sense to know what needs to be done like Iris knowing that she was being treated badly and the right thing to do was to cut off contact with her ex. Next up, a leading lady knows who they are and is unapologetic about it. It's important to really get to know yourself, your personality type, your talents and strengths and your habits and quirks. Then accept them and embrace them and not put yourself down or find fault in yourself. So if you're an extrovert, embrace it and use your social skills to the best. If you're an introvert, be proud of it and bring those traits into your life by choosing to work or be in social situations that bring out the best in you. If you're artistic, then share it with others. Or if you love nothing better than an Excel spreadsheet, shout it to the world. We are all different and our differences make us special and unique. Don't ever apologise for who you are. As a leading lady, you don't compare yourselves to others because you are the lead They should be comparing themselves to you, right? Just because they have managed to create a fantastic Instagram feed or a LinkedIn profile does not make them better than you. You bring your own magic to the table. Yes, you'll always have things you can improve and you should always look to develop yourself 
if it's to your benefit, but only if you need and want to. Don't do it because others tell you to or because you've compared yourself to others and want to be more like them. Self-acceptance of who you are and what you look like and how you think and not apologising for it is the foundation of being a leading star. A leading lady also knows what they want from life, goes after it and does not settle. Knowing what you want from life seems easy, right? You should know what you want, but it's not always that simple. The wants and needs of others and past experiences and your own insecurities can make knowing what you really want a bit hazy. But it's important to really take the time to think about it and get really clear and be single-minded and determined about making it happen. Settling for something means to accept or agree to something or to decide to have something, although it's not exactly what you want or it is not for the best. You know, like when you really want to buy that gorgeous pair of boots, but you settle on another pair because they're more practical or are cheaper or are the safer option because the gorgeous pair are a bit more fashion forward and you're not sure you can really pull off wearing them. Then when you bring the second choice boots home, at first you feel good with your choice, but then as time goes on, every time you take them out, you think about how great the other boots were. When you put on the skirt or jeans that would have gone perfectly with those gorgeous boots, you wish you had that been that little bit braver to get them. You feel a bit resentful of the boots you bought because they're boring or are not lasting well because they're inferior material and not what in your gut you know you really wanted in the first place. But because you've made the choice, you feel you need to stick to it and soldier on with what you have. Settling for something that is not ultimately in your best interest that is not in line with your vision for the future, will eventually grate on you and make you unhappy. For example, if you settle for a job because it pays the bills, or it's what everyone thinks you should be doing, or you're scared to take the leap to something new, you'll not be fulfilled, which can leave you feeling stuck and frustrated. Or in your personal life, if you settle on a life partner who you know in your gut is not quite right, but you stay with them to be like everybody else, even though they are not the match for the star that you are. That doesn't mean that you can't listen to advice or have to compromise at times. After all, if we all ploughed blindly on regardless towards our dreams without considering advice, learning from mistakes and wider circumstances, it will get messy. But it's your choice whether to accept that advice and how much you're willing to compromise. By focusing on what you want and going for it and not letting setbacks or negative vibes put you off course, you will make that happy ending happen. Finally, a leading lady has a positive mindset and believes in themselves. They believe good things can happen to them if they can just have the confidence and daring to go for it. They know they deserve more in life than they currently have, and they have the talent and potential to make it happen. They don't let negativity or doubt creep into their thoughts, or if it does, they know how to beat it. Their positive attitude then attracts good things into their life. Now, all that doesn't mean you can't also be the best friend character on occasion. The best friend supports the leading character. They create opportunities, pull them out of scrapes and are often the comedy element. Sometimes you need to have that role in your friends' lives to help them be the leading star in their lives, to support their dreams and goals. But if you slip into that role all the time, you can end up the one that's always the helper, the people pleaser and in the worst state, a doormat. You need to have a healthy balance of being the leading star most of the time with a cameo role as the best friend when needed to support those you love. Also, being a leading star in your own life doesn't mean being ruthless or hurting others as you lead your life. 
A leading star is not a difficult diva. They are a role model and use their status to do good as well as reach their life goals. You never see a leading movie character stamp all over everyone else to reach their happy ending. They bring them all with them as they find happiness. Now, before we finish up, I wanted to share a tip that I use when I need to be more the leading lady. When you have a decision to make or a difficult situation to face, think of your favourite leading character or real life hero. Then think about how they would act, how they would approach it, and borrow some of their characteristics to give you confidence. What kind of energy do they have? How would they walk into a room? What kind of things would they say? This isn't about copying or mimicking, but absorbing their confidence and attitude and sass to give you your natural self a boost. Give it a try next time you find yourself needing to up your game, and you may find yourself slipping into the leading star role far more easily. The bottom line is the movie of your life deserves a leading star, and it should be you, not anybody else. So don't let yourself slip into the supporting role too often. The other characters, your friends and family, are very important and they bring depth and colour to your story, move it along and give you love and support. But make no mistake, you are the leading star, just as they are in their own lives. And you should encourage them to be. By taking on the mantle of a star, having daring and gumption, being unapologetically who you are, not settling for second best, not comparing yourself to others and being positive about your life and future, you will grow in confidence and will ultimately have the respect and admiration of those around you, including yourself. That's it for this episode. I hope you will all find the leading star within and let them shine. Join me next time and remember, everyone deserves to live their passion. So get started. This is your time. Thanks so much for listening. And if you would like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohar.com forward slash podcast.